This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. It's Obehave with Arden Moore. This show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Happy, happy new year! Now, welcome to 2019, the Chinese year of the pig. I'm betting that many of you set an ambitious list of New Year's resolutions for yourself, right? Now, these goals are always crafted with good intentions. For example, did you vow to eat more spinach salads and fewer pizzas? Or did you vow to spend more time on the treadmill and less time in the recliner in 2019? All right, according to my calculations, we're just barely into 2019, so it's reality to check time. Have you fallen off the New Year's resolution wagon? That's okay. After all, we're only human. So, you want to know the secret to truly achieving your New Year's resolution? Don't set goals for yourself. Set goals for your pets. So, in this special episode of the Obehave Show, we welcome a host from a couple of our sister shows on Pet Life Radio. I want all of you to please give pause and applause to our possum pal, Michelle Fern. She is the host of not only one, but two shows. First, Best Bets for Pets and Canitude. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thanks so much for having me, Arden. Always a delight to um, have a time up with the opportunity to speak with you. And this is our first time we're doing a co-host. That's pretty cool, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. All saying, right. Should I say, uh, this is an Ardenism to me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. See, it's, it's contagious, infectious. Now, folks, uh, Michelle and I are going to share some New Year resolutions aimed at bringing out the best in your pets. But you guys know the drill. we got to pay for this show. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. Please sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All behave. We'll be right back. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your cat tree tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. 
Obehave is back with more tail wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore, and joining me today on the special episode is Michelle Fern, the one, the only. She hosts not one, but two shows on Pet Life Radio. First up is Best Bets for Pets and Catitude. Hey, Michelle, you and I have been behind these mics for some time now, so tell our listeners a little bit about both shows. Well, Best Bets for Pets is exclusively about products, the only exclusive product show on Pet Life Radio. And it's been on our network since, wow, 2010. I have had anything and everything on that show. Anything you could possibly think of for your pet, I have had. But I'm constantly finding new and exciting new products. So take a listen. There's whether you have dogs or cats. It's mostly for dogs and cats, but some fish and some other things. You know, some other did you any, uh, Did you ever talk about any iguana pet products? Oh, yeah. Meow Iguana <laughs> we had on there. And, um, yep, cannabis is, uh, and CDB oil, all of that. That's a new and coming thing. And it's good for your pets too. Calms them down. So we've had plenty of those. I think the strangest was one product I had way in the beginning called the Woofer. And it actually turned your dog into a boombox, which is. What? That's like ancient talk boombox and people that know your dog was basically um a walking I guess I guess radio a walking music machine. And wow, then, wow, 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 wow. I can't sing that song, but Yeah. It was it was it was pretty unusual. And All right. um, and then now you're going to the fine feline side. Yes. Uh, tell us and about catitude. catitude. Well, catitude it was a show that I took over. And it has been amazing because I'm somewhat new to the world of cats. I've only been a cat parent for, or as I say, an owner of my uh, furry felines for about, wow, like almost 10 years, which, I mean, I've, I've had dogs for uh, over 30 so mm-hmm. it's exciting, and I've learned so much about cats, and I have a great following. There's so many people, you know, people that love their cats really love their cats. And so there's um, just had a lot of um, fun topics on Catitude, gotten a lot of great, you know, feedback from the show, and um, have been listed on a lot of cat blogs as one of the number, up in the number of top 10 podcast shows for cats. So that's been really fun, too. Well, I always like to tell people we love it that our dogs love us and they're they're definitely people pleasers. But all around the country, when I give my pet behavior talks, it's kind of fun when people say, my dog loves me and I think my cat does too, <laughs> which is totally feline catitude. So I'm really glad you and I could be on the show together. And you know, we, 2019, I can't believe that just seems like, wow, I'm not going to share my birth date, folks, but 2019 has been a while since I was in diapers, but I don't know about you, Michelle, but we get these great intentions to make resolutions. What are some, and if you don't mind sharing, a couple of resolutions you earnestly try to set that by February 1st, it's out the window. Okay, by February 1st is generous. Usually by mid-January is out the window. But Okay. <laughs> but I've already, for me personally, I've already started eating healthier, so I'll just continue that. And I don't know. I That's generally, okay. I wait to make resolutions until later on in the year. So this way, if it messes up, it wasn't a, gen- a re- New Year's resolution. Right. Um, 
and find a way to have more money so I could donate more to all these wonderful animal causes. That would be wonderful. But um, I like the idea of making resolutions for my pets. You know, yeah, doesn't them, that make that's sense? Much I mean, better. my goal has always been to go to the gym more or to walk with my dogs more. And so I usually go to the gym like two or three times a week. So I'm, I'm on it, but it's kind of boring. I'm like, oh, that's a great resolution. I want to do something for my furry Brady Bunch. I've got uh, three cats and three dogs. And, and I'm like, I think if we focus on them, they actually make us better people. Don't you agree, Michelle? Absolutely. So tell us the 411 on your pet household. Let's go. Cats go first because C comes before D. Okay, my cat crew, and I have five. Which Woo! Is, yeah, we're a busy cat family here. We have five. <laughs> There's two outdoor cats. And okay. here's the deal. Sammy and Jethro are the outdoor cats, and they're the parents of two of my indoor cats. We would make them indoor cats, but Sammy would not be an indoor cat. So the couple has to stay outside. So okay. do you want my resolutions for them? No, no. First, introduce them. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So Sammy is mama. Jethro mm -hmm. is baby daddy. And then we have Dennis. He found us. He's the um, big old furry Maine Coon, my first cat. And I actually thought that's how all cats were. And that was a learning lesson. Is they're yeah. not all like Maine Coon Dennis cats. Then we have Charlotte. She's the, um, she was the little baby with Sammy. And when we found Sammy and she is, she likes to play hide and seek, mostly hide. And oh. then we have Molly who was born on the front steps of the studio and Sammy. And um, I don't think Jethro is the baby daddy. I think there was another one in there, another baby daddy in the mix. But we well, don't know Sammy's who. quite a hussy then. <laughs> yeah, she is. She prowls around. And so there's. then we have Molly. Okay. And that's the cat family. And what about your dogs? The dogs, we have Zeus, a.k.a. Mr. Z. Mm. And he's my old dude. He's 13 and a half. He, and um, he's a rescue that I got way back right around. We're in the deep south, so right around a hurricane, um, right before Hurricane Wilma. And oh. I didn't want to name him Fred, but Zeus threw lightning bolts, so that kind of fit. Although he's not a macho dude. And then Nikki, who's my little Havanese, who's so bossy and never stops barking. <laughs> well, do they have respect for the kitties? Oh, yeah, they all get along. Well, that's great. And my furry Brady Bunch, I've got the cats go first. We've got Mikey. He's 13. He's a black cat with a tipped ear because we brought him in from a community cat colony. And he said, I would prefer to be inside, please. And um, he has the weirdest meow. It's like, you know, he does, it's like he's either like trying to gargle or something when he talks. <laughs> and then we have one-eyed Mort. He's a tabby, and he's also from the outside. And when he walks, I swear he walks like a bulldog. He goes, hoosh, 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 hoosh. so he kind of struts around. And then we have uh, pet safety cat Casey, who's my first orange tabby. And we call him the feline George Clooney because the ladies love him and the dudes do too. And for the dogs, who are all cat loving, we have uh, Cleo. She's my retired surf dog. She weighs 12 pounds soaking wet, and she's now 17. So she sometimes has those senior moment days like, where, where am I? And other days she rocks it like a pup. And we have my big black mountain, 
Bougel. She's eight years old. She's 80 pounds and she is a Bernese Mountain Dog mix and the most gentle dog you've ever met. And then my pet safety dog, Kona, who is a terrier mix. And uh, we just did her, uh, just swabbed her cheek yesterday. So we're going to find out who she really is in a few weeks. We did one of those uh, cheek swab tests. And she really is a smart dog. She's a therapy pet. And her full name is Ice Cream Kona. So, Michelle, I think you and I are doggone lucky to have such a meowless bunch of uh, four-leggers in our lives. We are. And do you believe we have 11, if I counted right? Oh. All, <laughs> wait, I, no, no. You have, you have, I have six. six. And I have, se- oh my gosh, we have 13 altogether. All right, so that's a lot of litter scooping and dog poop picking up bags. Oh, it? yeah. we And then the other surprises that you get that, you know, the cat yeah. logs, which are, <laughs> I don't know what they are, hair or something. Well, and, the, uh, the scientific word for hairballs is tribosaur. So you can just impress all your friends on your catitude show. It's tribosaur. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, my cat doesn't have, didn't make a mess. She has tribosaur. Yeah, tribosaur, tribosaur. Take it. Take it daily. No. <laughs> So let's get this party started. So, hey, everybody, we do wish you all a happy new year. And we we are keeping our paws crossed that this is a going to be a possum year for you and your pets. And because we started the show saying, look, resolutions, ah, they're so hard to do, but they aren't so hard to do when you really focus and spotlight on your pet and improve their mental and physical well-being. So with the help of Michelle, again, she is the host of Best Bets for Pets and the show Catitude. Michelle Fern and I, we're going to go run down. So should we go with some kitty resolutions first, Michelle? Sure. Why not? All right. So I'll lead the way and you follow. This is a big one, guys. And we know some cats just don't really want to do it. That's called the three C's. I'm afraid of the carrier, the car, and the veterinary clinic. But we got to work on that this year because kitties like to hide any sign of weakness. That's because they're both prey and predator. And they're like, I'm not going to tell you I don't feel good because I don't want to be your lunch. This is why many cats are not big fans of going to the veterinarian clinic to get poked and prodded. But your resolution, I hope, for the sake of your cat, is to be able to have it be a less of a fearful, anxious, stressful visit and and give your cat, treat your cat to a wellness visit. I can tell you, Michelle, when I got married, I inherited Mikey, the black cat, who was like, I'm not going in that carrier. I'm not going in that car. I'm not going to the clinic. And guess what? I used some fear-free pet handling techniques and some pheromone sprays on the towel and Mikey runs into his carrier now for naps and he's quiet in the car and he actually purred for the first time for our vet from our last wellness exam all because we took steps to make this not so scary and I did bring on some really good treats for Mikey so he's like yeah 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 I go to the vet but I get that type A treat so I hope you guys don't give up. Really focus on making the vet visit a priority or resolution for your kitty, especially a once a year wellness exam. What do you think, Michelle? I think that is a fabulous idea because you're so right. Cats, they don't tell you what something is bothering them. We had a situation with Dennis where they hide it. They just hide it. And right. 
it turned out that if we hadn't brought him to the vet when we did, he would have been Dennis in furry heaven versus, uh. you know, Dennis alive and, and booming today because they tend to, you said it, you know, they hide their illness, they hide things. So you have to stay on track with the wellness exams and kind of, I think to like really tune in, you know, they say, and you probably know even more about this than I do, but watch their eating and their bathroom habits as far as types of little hints, you know, but cats don't, they don't talk like dogs, you know, so you have to keep up with the exams and it's, I think it's harder on the pet parent than than the fur baby. So but your they tips read, are yeah, great. they read our energy. So everybody, before you go to get your kitty or something, take that big deep breath, let it out. Just think calm thoughts. Don't ever apologize when you have to take your cat in for an exam. Say you're doing it out of love. Just do that mantra, and it actually does have a little a little benefit for it. Michelle, what would be another resolution you'd like to share with our listeners for cats? Well. I've actually made resolutions for all my cats, but one one that kind of fits in with what we're talking about is Charlotte. I want to make her more social because she runs and hides when she sees people. We did take her to the vet and for a wellness, but let me tell you, not easy (laughs) because we have, you know, Dennis, you open the carrier, say go in, he goes in. And that's what I thought all cats were like because he was my first one. But Charlotte, <laughs> she runs around the house, runs, and you have to trap her. And she's she's pretty big. So her, my other resolution for her is a little, is dieting. But we'll get okay. to that later. But we had a trapper, and she's just so twitchy. But she, you know, she was a, a rescue from outdoors, and she wasn't held. You know, she was about four months or so when we rescued her. So we have those challenges. But I think she could be a little more social and less afraid of everything. Well, one technique you can do with Charlotte is, and listeners, this don't be going the wrong way, but you can sit still, don't look at her, extend your arm out, and we say give her the kitty finger. Extend your index finger out about face level to Charlotte and just be patient and see if she'll come up and just touch it or rub her cheek against it, which is the uh, mark of a feline Zorro. It's like, you are now mine because I have my glands on your finger. And it's one way to get a, a little more shy cat to f- get the confidence to be more approachable. It's just standing, sitting still and letting her come to you. I don't know. Give it a try. I have high hopes for Charlotte with you, Michelle. Great idea. And yeah. What other resolutions do you have for your kitties? Well, I, I like uh teaching our cats to work their noodles. And by that, I mean, people think that you can train your dog all these cool tricks. You know, all our pets have, the dogs know all these cool tricks. But guess what, folks? Our cats like to do tricks too. They just may not be so demonstrative. So there's different ways with Casey. I use the clicker, you know, that little sound that goes like that. So if if he happens to just sit in front of me, I mark that behavior and I go, I click, you can do your pin. You don't have to have one of those metal devices, but you can click a pin or your top the, the roof of your mouth with your tongue. And when he sits, I go, and then I go, good sit, Casey. And he's like, what? I'm just parked in place. What's the deal? And then you hand over a treat and he's like, the brain is starting. You can almost see smoke coming out of his ears. He's like, okay, 
I sat, I heard that weird sound, I got praise and a treat. I'm going to do it again. So sometimes the easy way to teach a cat a trick is to pay attention and see what they're doing and then mark that behavior. And now Casey sits, he touches paw, and he does a sachet, which is his way of doing a circle or a spin. You know how dogs like to do it really fast, Michelle? Mm-hmm. Well, he sachets. He's like, I'm going to get around there when I get around there. <laughs> but then he does it and he jumps up on a table now. I got him to sit up all because I marked behavior. So I would say one good resolution is to not dismiss the fact that you might have a cat who loves to learn. There's a gal named Samantha Martin who does the amazing Acker Cats all over the country. She does this show performing on stage with these cats that are just, sorry, bow wow. And these are all cats from the street, from shelters, and she uses clicker training and target luring and all these fancy terms. But the deal is these cats are happy and they're engaged. Do you have one more, uh, like another feline resolution before we take a commercial break? I sure do. There's okay. Molly. Molly is kind of a diva. Okay. She's, <laughs> she, she's just a diva, you know, and it doesn't help that my significant other, it, that's his mistress. So Ooh. he even has a picture of her above his bed. So, you know, I just have to deal, you know, what can I do? But she's <laughs> such a diva. I'd like to make her less so, but she's she's slowly getting a little bit, you know, but it's really on her terms, how she wants it, when she wants it, and that's it. But, you know, she's she's become better. And okay. how, I don't know how I'm going to improve other than, Maybe I need to change my significance, others' behaviors, and then Molly's behavior. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll do. But I just want her to be a little less diva-like. And she's the sister of Charlotte, and she has a little bit of an attitude with Charlotte sometimes. So we, we need to stop that. So so, so Molly needs to share a little bit, right? And share. And affection and all that. Share and stop being such a biatch to her biatch. sister. <laughs> Well, I think one more, and then we're going to take a break and then go to the dog side. But pardon the pun, guys, but you've been with me for a long time. I want you to think fang shui, fang shui. And that means many of us now have cats that are exclusively indoors, and they can be bored, bored, bored. They're not hairy pieces of furniture, guys. So look around. You don't have to break the bank, but you can do things in your home that would be more appeasing and interactive and engaging and enriching for your cat. So in my house, we just took two big cat trees and we put them next to one another. And now my kitties have a jungle gym, Michelle, so they can climb from one to the other and pop in a hole. And, you know, it's in the living room, which should be in a high traffic area because they want to be where we are. But what do you think of the jungle gym? You just put two cat trees together. I love it. And we actually have that going on. We have a, and they're not expensive and no. you can even make some. I had, I had, um, engineering for cats on Catitude, where an engineer who has two cats told us how to make all these great things for your cats. Nice. If you're not good with a hammer like me, I did make one or two of the things, but cat trees are great and cats do. They just naturally like to be perched up a little bit higher. 
Yeah, they want to like uh, my cats like to look down on our doggy trio from their perches, and it's it's kind of nice. They're like, ha ha, you can't touch me, ha ha. All right, guys, we're talking about New Year's resolutions, and don't worry, we're not making them for you. We're trying to give you some ideas for what you can do for your pets, which means there's a better chance that these resolutions will stick. And I'm doing this with my friend, and she hosts two shows on Pet Life Radio. We're talking about Michelle Fern. She hosts Best Bets for Pets and Catitude. Hey, everybody. We're going to continue talking about New Year's resolutions after we take this quick commercial break. And I want to introduce our friends at Doggy Lawn. Doggy Lawn has real grass. It ships free. And it's the perfect potty solution for your dog, indoor dog, while you're at work. What I like about it is it's real grass. It's not that potty pad. It's not fake grass. And it neutralizes odors naturally, low maintenance, so it's better on the environment. The better news is you can get a discount by going to doggylawn.com slash obehave. And Doggylawn donates to local animal shelters for each and every new subscriber. So please, guys, go to doggylawn.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey everybody, this is Jackson Galaxy from Animal Planet's My Cat from Hell, and I'm here with Arden Moore on the wonderful Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. Don't miss it. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Joining me today, I love this. I think this is the first time in the 10 years I've been hosting this show that I actually had a co-host who's a host of one of the other couple of shows on Pet Life Radio. Of course, I'm talking about Michelle Fern. She's the host of Best Bets for Pets and Catitude. All right, Michelle, you and I both have some, uh, we have a puppy posse between us. So we're going to go to the dog side. And, you know, as we were saying, cats are a little bit about, I'm not going to show you if I have anything weak. Dogs get the Academy Award for emoting emotions. They're so pleasing, but they're also a lot more dependent on us, wouldn't you say? Yep. Oh, yeah, very much so. (laughs) (laughs) Please pet me. Please pet me. Please, please give me another treat, please. Yeah, that's their eyes saying it without a single yip. Yep. I have Mr. Z and Nikki, and they're, you know, Mr. Z will actually do a little dance when he wants to go out. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but, you know, it's on his terms. So during the day, he could be chill. And at night, just when you're getting comfortable being lounge potato in front of the uh, TV, he does his little (laughs) dance. Got to take him out. (laughs) Then you bring him back in. Ten minutes later, he does his little dance. So he's very vocal with his needs. And he does a woo-woo-woo. So it's okay. And then, you know, when just when you settled in, you think, all right, twice in 10 minutes, he should be okay for a while. Nope. 20 minutes later, little dance and woo, woo, woo. So I'm going to try to break him of that. I don't know how. And and, and He's got a woo, woo, woo to go poo, poo, poo. <laughs> yeah. Or... Or we we we. Well, um, one of my resolutions. Again, we're going to repeat this one, but we do need to have a wellness vet visit for each of our dogs once a year. Because there's two things. You're getting the dog to be a little bit more comfortable at the vet. Sometimes I just bring in my dog, one of my dogs, and we just go to get 
to the vet clinic and they have the weight scale right there in the lobby and we just go and get a weight check and a treat and we walk out and they're like oh that was easy so we're trying to make it less frightening for our dogs but the wellness visits for dogs and cats are good because you can save a little money on vet bills and catch things early and maybe have your dog live to be a nice long senior like my little girl Cleo who's 17. But the one that's really big to me obviously is to take a pet first aid class folks. As you, many of you know I'm a master in pet first aid and CPR. I teach a veterinary approved course in person and online and we have the only active cat in the entire country Casey with Kona my dog and the three of us help you get the skills you need to really help a pet in a pet emergency. The whole goal of pet first aid is to stabilize and mobilize and get the pet to the vet. So treat your pet by taking a class. What do you think of that idea, Michelle? I think that's a fabulous idea because CPR for people is great, but for your pets is even better because things happen and not always at the time where, oh, we got to go to the vet right now. And there's right. a lot of things that you can prepare for ahead of time, like, and and you know this, but I'm thinking about what I've had on Best Bets for Pets, you know, products and things for cuts, whether they're a nail yeah. or wounds, certain things that you could just have available that are kind of like, I guess, doggy household items, pet-friendly household items that you should just have just in case something happens, because sometimes you can't. I remember moving, and in the middle of moving, Nikki broke a nail. So bleed, you know how that is. And sometimes they just break them, especially the little dogs, bleeding all over. And had I had this, there's different products, but there's some that are just very good. Yeah, they clot clot really fast. Yeah, I I agree. And nails, I mean, can you imagine pulling out a nail on our own? That's a lot of pain. So I think it's a good idea. The other thing is dogs come in many different hair coats and I've had double coated dogs. I've had dogs with wiry coats and, and things like that. So my resolution is to spend a, even just like five minutes every day or so brushing each of Kona, Bujo and Cleo's coats because you know what? It, it spreads the nice healthy oils in their, from their skin. I can find anything like a lump or a bump or yikes, any signs of fleas, which they haven't had for years because of our flea preventative, but you never know. So what do you think about Uh, resolution, Michelle, to be your at-home groomer for your dog. I think that's a great idea. And one thing I also do besides, I need to get better with the brushing, that's for sure. But I also am trying to get over my clipping nail fear because especially the dew claw, because that seems to grow fast and that will curve up into the paw pad. And then checking paw pads, which has to do with all the furry business, and that's <laughs> yeah. not easy because Mr. No. Z has furry paws and he's he freaks if you even go <laughs> near them. Well, we do toe touching. The first time I bring in any dog I adopt or a puppy, we go into the whole. I think if you can touch your dog from head to tail in a nice, calm way, then they're less apt to yank that paw back when you touch them and they're going to have a better vet visit. But it takes time. They got to download the lovely, friendly touch, you know, that you can give them, Michelle. And what about since we're on brushing, what about brushing the teeth? Yeah, be down in the mouth. So do you do that or do you give them any kind of dental rinse? Okay, here's the truth. I try. (laughs) Every year I say I'm going to be better. Okay. And it's like like pushing 
a rock up the hill with Mr. Z. <laughs> and he can't have any more dentals because he's going to be 14. So it's a little yeah. too old to put him under anesthesia. And I try to brush. I try to brush. But but it's more mama's fault than his fault. And I do give him some dental treats and products. Good. good. Hey, that's better than nothing. And that's good. And if I ever come to visit you guys, I will help you with Mr. Z and teach you the secret to brushing your dog's teeth. I'm going to fly you to the studios very soon. Okay. So we can have <laughs> right it. after the show, I'm yeah. packing my bags. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have a resolution that you want to share for uh, for dogs, for our listeners? Well, yes. I'm okay. going to. I wish I could teach Mr. Z to brush his teeth. I'm going to take <laughs> better care of his teeth. That's going to work on both our ends because he doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to squeeze in the second one because Nikki, my little Havanese, is the <laughs> bossiest the, he would literally this he's like a little general this dude never stops barking he also never stops moving his bowl around the floor but he he will get in between the two cats fighting or if he sees them i don't know how he does this if he sees someone doing one of the fur kids doing something they're not supposed to do he gets in there and barks at them Oh, he's like a canine school patrol monitor. (laughs) I mean, the cats could be just, you know, scratching where they're not supposed to. He'll go up to them and just start barking. It's the funniest thing. I don't know how he knows this, but he just does. So that barking's okay. But the yapping, just because a doorbell rings on TV, that (laughs) I would like to maybe So is your resolution to find the mute button on Nikki? Yes, Find okay. the mute button on Nikki. Yes, that's a good. All right. that's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> what about your resolutions? Well, for your um, kids? I I want to spend more time looking at my pet's poop. How's that? <laughs> I want to with be a your nose held right with no. Yeah, yeah, I'm not touching <laughs> it. My eyes. I jokingly like to tell people I'm a poopologist because, folks, I know this is kind of a. I hope you're not eating your muffin or bagel or anything, everybody. But listen to me. Really, when your dog or cat uses the litter box or goes out in the yard. Don't ignore what they're doing. Look at them. I actually count how long it takes each of my dogs to pee because if they're starting to go like only two seconds or they're going 45 seconds and they're normally is like 10 to 15, you know, just kind of pay attention to that. Be a pet detective so that you can give specific observations to your veterinarian and poop should look like a Tootsie Roll, guys. I hope you don't like Tootsie Rolls. And it should not look like a milkshake and it should not look like um, milk duds. It's got to be that. So if there, if it's little rocks or a river, that's not a good sign. Or if there's anything that, this is a big one. If it looks like coffee flakes in the poo, that is actually dried blood. And that's a medical emergency. That means that there is something going on inside your dog. It could be internal bleeding or something else. So if you ever, something that really smells very, very pungent and looks like coffee grounds, that's a go to the vet pronto. So I'm going to spend more time and be a little more patient at potty time. Let my dogs have a chance to sniff and not just say, come on, hurry up and do your business and come back in. I mean, really, they don't get to have cable TV. They don't get to pick their channels. Their cable TV is their nose on their walk. So my resolution is to give them more time to potty and explore and to pay attention to their deposits. Isn't that yummy? I hope you're not eating anything right now, Michelle. No, no. But you know what? Those are fabulous tips because the only poop, poop, uh, poopology <laughs> looking that I've ever heard is to just, that's where you'll see worms in your dog's poop. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But your tips are 
fabulous because that's another way that our dogs tell us things without telling us things. And those, that's right. th- those are great tips because, yep, that's what, and you know what the vets always say? Eating yes. and eating and pooping. Those are the two little right. flags that say, hey, I'm not, I'm not feeling well, you know, something's up. So, Michelle, I think a good resolution for all of us is to know exactly what we're feeding our dog and cat, how much and how often. And so that means you got to name the brand. You got to say what the quantities are and when you feed them. And the same thing with their pee and pooping, because you're going to be a pet detective and you're going to be able to give specific facts to your vet. And that will help him or her be able to figure out what's going on with your dog or cat a little bit quicker, which means it's a less of a vet bill. So... I'm big on, I know we feed uh, an army, you and I, we've got 13 mouths to feed between us. And I know exactly what each pet eats down to the treat. And I also know how much. And so whenever my veterinarian asks me, I can say blah, blah, eats blah, blah. And this often. And do you know what? My vet, Dr. Deborah Charles looks at me and goes, thank you. Do you know how, how many times I ask that of my clients and I get like maybe 10, 20%. So maybe our resolution is to pay attention to what we put in the bowl and how much and how often. Don't you agree? I do. Now, you said don't become one of the things is watching what they eat, and that includes treats. Yeah, yeah. I want to know for everybody out there, and this is probably a good, what's a good rule of thumb for treats? Well, it's usually supposed to be about 10% of what their daily diet needs are, caloric needs are. So, you know, we got big and little dogs between us. So obviously at treat time, I'm not giving 12 pound Cleo the same quantity of treats that I'm giving 80 pound Bujo. So it's that. And the other thing is, I don't know about you, but wouldn't it be kind of boring every day if you just got a bowl plopped down in front of you for a meal, do you have any ideas on what we can do to maybe break up the mealtime blahs? <laughs> serve it, serve it to them waiter style. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> well, I am um, about doing like a food puzzle or going uh, skipping the bowl for one meal and and putting their food in a food puzzle or a treat ball. What do you think? That is a great idea, and that's a great. I've had great products that do that for best bets for pets, and it's a great way to slow down the eating for dogs that yeah. gobble and cats yep. that gobble, and that's not good to gobble. Gobble gobble, not good. Good. Yeah, I got 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 that. <laughs> They're not turkeys, you know, they're, they're just, they should not be, you know, they should, it should take them some time. I mean, for humans, it's the 20 minute rule to feel full. I don't know what it is for the fur kids, but it shouldn't be five seconds. Yeah, I agree. And uh, we're going to leave you with a couple other resolutions for dogs before we end the show. The other thing is, please step up your care for your senior dog. Uh, Michelle and I both have senior pets, Dougies, and we love them. They've been with us for many, many years, and they deserve to maybe have things like a sturdy ramp to get up on the bed or the couch or a nice orthopedic doggy bed to cushion their arthritic joints and let them be able to sleep a little bit better. And for some of them, uh, work with your veterinarian. You may have to switch to a, a food that is more conducive for gray-muzzled babies. So there's a lot of things that we can do for our senior dog that um, I think that's our way of giving back. Don't you agree? Absolutely. Yep. The senior dogs definitely need more care. And we should, as good pet parents, be in tune to that. 
Well, folks, we've been talking about New Year's resolutions for our pets, which is far more attainable than trying to do them for ourselves. Because I think between Michelle and I, we've already confessed that it's hard for us to stick to our own resolutions. So don't put that pressure on yourself. Why don't you shift the focus and see what you can do to be a better pet parent by coming up with practical, beautiful, wonderful resolutions for your pets. And we all win then. You've got a, a better behaved, a healthier pet, and they're going to think you rock their world. So this is a good thing. Anything you'd like to say, Michelle, before we uh, end the show? Uh, just thank you so much for having me on Oh Behave. You're like one of the behavior goddesses to me. <laughs> and with all of the, I mean, you've written, what, 26 books, and you I have seen I have seen it in person the behavior when you're just it's like you have a magic spell over them but <laughs> I know that you can communicate all this so well so anybody with any behavior first of all you should be listening to oh behave because there's so much great information and anybody with any behavior or just you know any behavior needs or that just wants to understand their fur kid better get one of Arden Moore's books because they're amazing Arden thank you so much for having me as a guest on Row Behave well, Michelle Fern, thank you for that honor. And uh, now that people are buying more books, we can have better kibble in the bowls, guys. Hey, win-win. But seriously, I also want all of you to dash over to Best Bets for Pets and also Catitude. Michelle is not only hosting one, but two shows on Pet Life Radio Network. And uh, she's got a lot of great guests, a lot of cool product ideas for you, and will help you with all things that are fine and feline. So we both wish you all, and that includes all your pets and your family, happy, happy 2019. We want this. I know it's the year of the pig because of China, the Chinese calendar, but it can be the year of your pet, period. Don't you agree? Absolutely. All right. So at this time, we also want to do a special shout out to Mark Winter. He is the executive producer of Pet Life Radio. He's in charge of all the shows. We are the number one pet radio network on the planet. And that's because of Mark. So we do give a big pause and applause to Mark. And also, guys, follow all of us on social media. I'm on uh, Twitter at Arden Knows Pets. And my Facebook is real easy. Arden Moore. Uh, Michelle, do you do any social media we can shout out to? We have Catitude17 on Instagram. Okay. And that's one of my resolutions, I guess, to keep up better with my Twitter <laughs> because there's so much and I am focusing so much more on the shows. Uh, this year was my, a lot more focused on the shows, but yes, find us. And also you could always find out more about all the shows being posted on um, Pet Life Radio on Facebook and it's just Pet Life Radio. Yeah, that makes it easy. I like that, too. All right. So until next time, folks, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Obehave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's Obehave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>